Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening on the Believe Network. Wow, can you believe what first week we had at the Australian Open? All sorts of storylines. There was big upsets all over the place. The Americans are playing really well. And wouldn't you know, Novak Djokovic is playing outstanding. Even on the women's side, there was a lot of talk and a lot of upsets and stuff like that. So there's a lot to get into in this episode, we're going to break it down once we get to the quarterfinals. So we're at the quarterfinals right now. They reached that on Monday. I believe it was Monday in Melbourne, Sunday night here in the States. I stayed up like all night watching these matches last night. So I'm going to cut I'm going to cut right to it and we're going to get right into a recap of the first week of the Aussie Open and man was it awesome. Let's start at the very top of the draw, the top seed, Rafael Nadal. Nadal actually gets bounced in the second round by Mackenzie McDonald. This was a massive win for Mackenzie McDonald, beating number one Nadal. Now, Nadal wasn't 100%. He's dealing with some more injuries. Something's not right with Nadal, but Mackenzie McDonald wins in three straight sets, 6-4, I'm 6-4, I'm not trying to take anything away from McDonald for winning this match. But it was obvious something was wrong with Nadal. He said he didn't want to retire because he's the reigning champ, so he wanted to finish the match. However, Mackenzie McDonald played outstanding. I was watching this match, and he wasn't missing. He was hitting all his shots. He was doing everything he could to win this. So he beats Nakashima in five sets, comes and beats Nadal on Rod Laver Arena. Very, very impressive from the American Mackenzie McDonald. As we move down further, Hotchinoff gets first-round win. Uh, Francis Diafo wins the first two Wins the first two uh, rounds and moves into the third round. We'll jump into the third round here in a little bit. Chapo, you know, once again playing long, long matches off the bat. He wins in four sets. Um, as we move down here, John Millman keeps going. Stefano Sitsipas. Sitsipas actually did something really interesting in this tournament. Instead of signing autographs, he brought photos or like posters of himself and signed them way ahead of time and then brought them out and gave them to people. I thought that was awesome. Um, he didn't have to waste a bunch of time after his match when he's got to go cool down and get back to the hotel, get some sleep, all that stuff. He just brought him pre-done and signed him and gave him out to everybody. So I thought that was cool. This was a good first-round match, Lorenzo Musetti and Lloyd Harris. Lloyd Harris, the South African, beats Lorenzo Musetti, the 17th seed, in five sets. An absolute grinder of a match. But this was one that was I had my eyes on for a first-round match, and Lloyd Harris... Got it done there down under. Yannick Sinner goes on to beat Kyle Edmund in the first round. Uh, Chris Eubanks, the American, wins in five sets over Quan in the first round. Moving through, he was a wild card. Good to see. This Laheka guy. Laheka beats Borna Choric in straight sets. Borna Choric is a 21 seed, and Laheka moves on in the first set. I'm not done talking about him. I'll talk about him here in a little bit. Jiri Laheka. He is having an outstanding tournament a name to definitely remember and keep an eye on moving forward. As we keep moving our way down the first round bracket, uh, FAA, Felix Ogiel-Yassim beats Vesek Pospisil, his fellow countryman out of Canada in four sets. He moves on there. This was a big first round match that I was looking forward to as well. Andre Rublev playing Dominic Team. Rublev proving to be too tough in this one, wins in straight sets. Uh, but Dominic Team obviously coming off that injury, not exactly who he wants to be quite yet, but he'll get there, and that was a good stepping stone. For him, uh, Hugo Humbert 
had beat uh, Richard Gasquet in straight sets in the first round. Um, keep moving down the list. John Isner loses in the first round, which hardcore's not really his thing, so that doesn't surprise me. Karatsev, remember Karatsev like burst on the scene a couple years ago having a great tournament? Loses first round to Grigor Dimitrov. Not a great draw for him, but I haven't really heard much about him lately. So definitely something, I think, to keep an eye on. Now we're getting to a part of the bracket, and some of this pains me, and some of this brings me great joy. Taylor Fritz wins his first-round match against Bashlashvile, and then loses to Alexi Paparin in five sets in the second round. Why this was so hard is because this bracket, as I get through the bottom of the bracket, and I tell you about who's in the bottom of the bracket right now, this bracket becomes more and more wide open for Taylor Fritz. And Taylor Fritz kind of let this one slip. The eight seed, this would be a tournament, and this literally was his chance to make a run or do something huge at the Australian Open. And huge, I mean by like making it to the semis or finals at a Grand Slam. Instead, it's opened the door for other players, and I'll get to that here in a little bit. But Taylor Fritz, I believe, really, really let this one slip. Uh, ben Shelton goes on to win a first-round match and a second-round match. J.J. Wolf wins first round and then beats Diego Schwartzman in three sets. Wolf played a fantastic tournament this year. Michael Moe getting it done. The American beats Alexander Sverov in the second round. That was shocking, and that was awesome to see for Michael Moe, the lucky loser getting into this tournament, beating the 12 seed Sverov. That just tells you anything can happen on any given day. We'll get to his third round here in a little bit. Uh, Brandon Holt. Wins his first round and loses to Roberto Bautista Agut. And then Tommy Paul beats Struff. And then Davidovich Valkina to move on. And then at the bottom, I purpose, if you're looking at the schedule or at the bracket, I purposely skipped a match. I'll get to that here in just a second. And then at the bottom, uh, Jensen Brooksby in the second round goes on to beat Casper Ruud. A massive upset for Casper Ruud to lose to Jensen Brooksby, the American. Now, Brooksby played fantastic, I think, in this match. I watched some of it. Uh, things were just working for him. Something was wrong with Rude. He just wasn't there. I don't know. Like, it was weird. And I hate to make excuses and be like, oh, they like they weren't playing very good or they, they had an off day. But, like, you don't beat Rude on an on day, I'll tell you that. And Jensen Brooksby caught him on an off day. But Jensen Brooksby did play really, really well. All right, we're going to get to it. Andy Murray plays Matteo Berrettini in the first round. This is the bottom side of the bracket. Andy Murray wins the first two sets. Berrettini comes back and wins the next two sets. And then Andy Murray wins the final set 10-6 in a fifth set tiebreaker. Now this match, late into the night, four hours and 49 minutes, and, and Mateo, er, Andy Murray holds off Matteo Berrettini. Serve, forehand, all the good stuff that Berrettini brings to the court. Outstanding win from Andy Murray, right? And everyone's thinking... Fantastic win. Good job, Andy. That was great. You just beat the number 13 seed. Keep cruising. You're doing awesome. How does he back that up? Andy Murray backs up that match by going and playing Tanasi Kakanakis, the Australian, in the second round. Andy Murray loses the first two sets. 6-4, 7-4 in a tiebreaker. So 7-6, 7-4 in a tiebreaker. Wins the third in a tiebreaker. Or the yeah, third in tiebreaker. Wins the fourth, 6-3. And then wins 7-5 in the fifth. Five hours and 45 minutes. The match ends at 4.05 in the morning. He's denied a bathroom break at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Can't go to the bathroom. This match was unbelievable. 
one of the all-time great matches there at this tournament. I think it's like third longest match ever or second longest match ever at this tournament. The other one was, uh, I believe it's Djokovic and Nadal's match in the final was like five hours, 53 minutes or something. Andy Murray, what he did at this tournament, I think gave a lot of people a resurgence of belief in him because of how long he played and how well he played. He came down from two sets down, and the most comeback wins from two sets down, Andy Murray's got 11, Roger Federer's got 10, Boris Becker has 10. Andy Murray, an absolute warrior. Listen to this, Kakanakis had 102 winners and lost. 102 winners and lost. Kakanakis crushed, crushed after this, and as he should be. I mean, he, 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 he had this match. I mean, he really did. Uh, he was up big, I believe, in the third set, and then and then falls in this match. So he he's crushed in this match. Andy Murray goes on and to lose in the in the third round, and I think you would expect that because of everything that that he went through here. But Andy Murray goes on to lose in the third round to uh, Roberto Batista Gut in four sets. So nevertheless, wins the second set in a tiebreaker, grinds that out but loses in that in that match. But outstanding. Another interesting fact is the head of the tournament and the president of Tennis Australia, Craig Tiley, said uh, there's no need to look at scheduling changes for the tournament despite getting a lot of criticism that this match ended over at over 4 o'clock in the morning. 4.05 a.m. this match ended. He said there's uh, no need to even look at scheduling. And there's been a lot of matches at this open ending past 1 o'clock in the morning. This one obviously the most notable but uh, kind of a weird and shocking response from Craig Tiley in that one. Let's stay at the bottom of the bracket. Tommy Paul goes on to beat Jensen Brooksby to move on to the fourth round. Uh, J.J. Wolf goes on to beat Michael Moe. These are all American matches. Those two were to move on. Ben Shelton beats Alexi Popperin to make it into the fourth round. Uh, Djokovic beats Dimitrov. Uh, Rune gets past, hum- gets past uh, Humbert. Rublev gets past Daniel, or Daniel Evans. I mean, these are all really good matches. FAA playing Sarandolo, the 28th seed, beats him. Laheka beats Cam Nori. I told you this, Jerry Laheka, we got to keep an eye on him. Makes it into the fourth round. Sinner gets a dub. Sitsipas gets a dub. Sebastian Corder goes on to beat Daniil Medvedev, the seventh seed. A massive win for Sebastian Corder in straight sets. Tiebreaker first set, 6-3 in the second. Tiebreaker in the third. Hubie Hercotch with a win over uh, Denis Shapovalov. In the round of three, in the third round, in five sets, Hachinov beats Tiafo. A tough, tough loss for Tiafo in that one. Let's move on to the fourth round. Oh, one more fact about the third round. Uh, there were eight American men in the Australian Open third round for the first time since 96. This year, it was Jensen Brooksby, Sebastian Corda, McDonald, uh, Michael Moe, Tommy Paul, Ben, uh, ben Shelton. I want to say Blake Shelton. Ben Shelton. Francis Tiafo and J.J. Wolf. Uh, that happened in 96. It had names like Agassi. It had Chang, Courier, uh, McEnroe, Sampras, guys like that in it. So that's some pretty, pretty elite company there, if you ask me. Fourth round action to get to the quarterfinals. So close to the quarterfinals. And this is where the tournament's kind of at right now after this round. Hotchnoff makes the quarterfinals, beats Nishioka. And then Sebastian Corda beats Hubie Hercotch in five sets. Sebastian Corda is into the quarterfinals in America, and that's their first one. Sitsipas beats Sinner in five sets. Laheka beats FAA in four sets. Laheka. I told you, remember this Laheka dude? 
He's legit. And these were the matches that happened on Monday. Rublev beats Rune in five sets. Rublev's back was against the wall in this match. I mean, his back was against the wall in this match. And he comes out and beats Rune. He was down big in the fifth set, like 5-2. In the tiebreaker in the fifth, he was down 5-0. Comes back and wins 11-9 in the tiebreaker. Outstanding. Djokovic beats the Demon. Alex Damon Neuer in straight sets. And this one was an outstanding match. This is what kept me up all night. Ben Shelton beats J.J. Wolf in five sets, 6-2. In the final set, something happened with J.J. Wolf. I think he was cramping or he had some sort of leg injury towards the end of this match, which was a bummer. But this was a heavyweight battle of two young Americans, and it was awesome to see. Uh, it was hard to root for and against any of these guys because I want both of these guys to have a successful career because they're so fun to watch and great for American tennis. But Ben Shelton comes out on top. Here's the quarterfinal matchup. It is Hachinov and Korda, Tsitsipas Laheka, Rublev Djokovic, and Ben Shelton plays Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul beat Roberto Batista Gut overnight in three, four sets that was. And this is going to be a really good uh, quarterfinals. Uh, there's going to be American on the bottom, probably playing Rublev or Djokovic. And then there could be an American on the top make a run. We have three Americans in the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam. What a great time to be alive for American tennis. So on the men's side, the number one seed and the number two seed are out of the tournament. Well, that's the same thing that happened on the women's side. The number one seed, Iga Shviatek, and the number two, Anjabur, are out of this tournament. In the quarterfinals for the women, it's Rabakina, Ostapenko, uh, Jessica Pagula is going to play Victoria Azarenka. That'll be a good match. This Lynette woman is having a fantastic tournament. She just beat Garcia in the fourth round. She now plays uh, Pliskova. Uh, and then Sabalenka plays Vekic. Very good to see Donna Vekic playing really good tennis again. I had no idea she was going to come back this strong. She is in the quarterfinals playing Sabalenka. Coco Goff with an early exit. Uh, she fell earlier in this tournament to Ostapenko in the fourth round. And you could tell in the post-match press conference how much she cares about this sport because she let some tears out. Uh, but she's still in the doubles with Jessica Pagula. So, Pagula, the lone American in the quarterfinals for the women. My pick is out. Ange Jabur has exited the tournament uh, as she fell earlier in this tournament. But Coco Goff still in quarterfinals with Jessica Pagula, still rolling when it comes to doubles. So, that'll be fun to watch and a little interesting to watch moving forward. Some news about this tournament. Uh, they're using line calls that are Hawkeye, and there's some players not thrilled about it. I've seen some people not terribly thrilled about it. Uh, and then there's the Netflix effect. Uh, everybody that's been on the Netflix special is uh, out of the tournament. Literally everybody. Uh, let's go through it. Nick Kyrgios, oh, I didn't talk about this earlier, had to withdraw from the tournament. I believe he had a knee injury or something, and he actually just had surgery a day or two ago. So speedy recovery to Nick, to Nick Kyrgios, and hope you're better soon because you're awesome to watch on the tour, and I think you're good for tennis. Uh, Bedosa left the tournament with an injury early and didn't play in it. Taylor Fritz was out early. Isla Tomljanovic left the tournament early and didn't actually play because of an injury. Uh, FAA is out. You got Casper Ruud is out. Tanasi Kakanakis is out. Ans Jabur is out. Matteo Berrettini is out. And Maria Sakari is out. So all those players are out of the tournament. So there's this huge thing going around, a Netflix conspiracy. All of them are out of the tournament. Lucky for them, there's four big tournaments a year. And they can make that up later. That's the Netflix effect. And that's what everyone's talking about on the internet. Elsewhere, Dominic team got injured again. Uh, and that was unfortunate because right after, you know, being injured for so long and just getting back, he put on Instagram, 
that he is that he is hurt. I just mentioned the number one and two seeds are out in both the men and the women. This is the first major in the open area where none of the top two seeds on both men's and women's side reach the quarterfinals. I'm telling you, this is wide open, I think, on both sides. Other than Djokovic still being in the tournament, but he should be a top two seed for sure. But just because everything happened last year, that is pretty unbelievable. I'm kind of jumping back and forth here, but it looks like Marin Cilic had surgery on his leg. That was a knee surgery. And it said it was the best option for a long-term fix to the injury. Hopes he's being back soon. Speedy recovery to you. And I think that's going to be it for this episode. I think I've touched on everything. I'm excited for us for this tournament moving forward. The Americans, Ben Shelton playing outstanding. J.J. Wolf was fun to watch in this tournament. Tommy Paul has played awesome and has really given a push to American tennis here. And Sebastian Corda has been incredible. And I'm looking a lot to watch these guys moving forward over the next couple of days. And hopefully, you know, a semifinal or a final for an American would be massive here. The problem is, is those two Americans on the bottom, Shelton and Paul, are running right into Novak Djokovic. And Novak Djokovic is steamrolling right now. So I can't really expect much there. That's all I'm going to say about that. I appreciate you listening. Get this episode out uh, one week until the end of this tournament. And I'll get an episode out on the back end of this tournament recapping the whole thing. But that's exactly what's going on right now. I try to fill you in on everything I knew from the first week of this tournament. And we'll recap it next week. Watch some tennis this week. I know it's on late here in the States, but it's worth it. See ya! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.